0: All right, hey, what is up you guys? This is Justin. Before you get started, I want to thank you guys for making me a part of your day. So, we're going to be talking a little bit about a few things because a lot has happened since the last time that I made, you know, made a little podcast. Lots of things to talk about. Uh, I think the United States in general is still falling apart quite, you know, like it was last time I talked, but The big one is that I got a new computer, so I'm actually doing this on an iMac now, so it's a little bit easier, a little more convenient, so I'm looking at it right now, I'm trying to, you know, test some things out, but I got my microphone, I got my computer, and it's a, it's going, so far it's pretty good. I'm also at home, so like if I'm, I've never, I don't really like recording when I'm at home, because I live kind of close to everybody, right, so like there's, there's like, a lot of landscaping that kind of covers our you know sound but I can hear people like sneezing and talking but they're kind of far away but I think the noise just carries a little bit better so anyways um, the reason why I got a new computer is because the head of secondary the guy that I worked with he's leaving for Germany he's actually leaving for Frankfurt and I told him I said hey on my on my podcast statistics, I have a listener in Frankfurt, Almain. I don't know if I'm saying it right, Almain, Almain. Anyways, and I told him I was like, "Hey, there's somebody that listens to my podcast in Frankfurt, Almain, like like consistently." And he's like, "That's pretty cool because that's where he's going." So he's going to I think um, Frankfurt School of America or whatever. I don't. I'm not entirely sure what um, school it is, but he's pretty excited. I think he was. Um, I think. Being on Maui, it's kind of tough. We kind of talked about traveling. Like he likes to travel a lot. And so it's tough to travel from here because it's expensive if you go to any other island anyway. And um kind of in the European in the European areas, you can kind of get away with traveling, like you can kind of do whatever you want by train, plane, or anything else. So there's there's not very many options when you're on Maui. But anyway, so he texts me like this is on Wednesday. He texts me, right? And he's like Hey, do you want this? Um, do you want this iMac, right? And he's like, I'll sell it to you for seven hundred dollars, right? And so I don't. I have. I've never owned. Um, I've actually never owned a Mac that wasn't a laptop. Like I've had laptops or personal devices and all that stuff. So I never owned one. And then I looked it up. I would assume I don't think they make this anymore, but. I think you can still buy it, and I would say you can buy it probably retail brand new from between $1,600 and $1,700. So it's like the screen is super nice, um, looks slightly dated, but I was like, yeah, that's that's a reasonable price. And so I think a good price would have been $1,000. I wouldn't have paid $1,000, and so what I would have offered would probably be – I mean, the, the price was probably about as much as I would pay. And payday's coming up, and he's a smart guy. He knew that I, I'm stupid, right? I like to buy stuff. So I was like, you know, it was funny. He like texted me like at nine o'clock in the morning. I was like, yeah, I'll be there at noon, pick it up. <clears throat> but it was funny. So his, um, so his partner, uh, I went hiking with them before. And so his partner is like, um, an older guy and he's like telling me all this cool stuff about the Mac. And I was like, I thought like I knew it, but he already knew how to do everything. So he already set it all up. And so far it's pretty good. I think I got, Um, whatever it's iMac 27 inch 2020 model mid 2020 um, 5k retina display and so far it's it's pretty good the only problem is I don't have anywhere to put it so it's actually on my dinner table right now and I'm looking at it and it's I got to find a place to put this thing the strange thing was is that when he texted me so he texted me on Wednesday and Tuesday night I remember thinking, like, I was kind of, like, getting ready for bed or whatever. And I was thinking, like, hey, I'm going to – I really should – I probably should start streaming again. Like, I really, like – I miss streaming. I miss the um, interacting with people and when we're we're playing video games. Because there really aren't a few – there really aren't that many games out right now where you can kind of, like – other than Warzone, which I don't play anymore, right? There's not a lot of games that you can play right now where you can kind of, you know – talk and people it's exciting because a lot of the games that I play now are kind of boring because the only two games I play right now are MLB The Show 22 and Elden Ring but anyways I don't know why I thought about it but the night before I just thought about it and I was like I was thinking okay so if I because the the biggest problem would have been the internet right I, I have decent internet now it's just that being in the middle of the Pacific Ocean I'm already kind of you know far away from any server and then if you throw on another, you know, upload ping on that, it kind of messes things up things up. But another thing too was that I don't have a capture card and I don't have um I don't even have a computer, right? Like my MacBook is from like 2010, it won't, it won't stream. It probably could stream, it would just be really it would just be really strenuous on the on the on the computer, right? So I was thinking, I was kind of thinking of ways before I went to bed and I was like, yeah, I don't know, man, I'll figure it out. I don't know. Something I can put on the back burner if I have to do it, right? And then the next morning, you know, my guy texted me and he's like, yeah, you want this computer? I was like, oh my gosh, I just started thinking about this. I can definitely stream with this. I just need a capture card and so on. So hopefully, I think this this PC is probably pretty future-proof. I still have a MacBook Air from 2011 and that thing is, it's pretty close. I mean, it still works and I use that as my main, but it's pretty close to being... Being done. I I needed to get a new new MacBook or I needed to get a new device pretty soon. So um came at a good time. So I'm still looking uh maybe stream. But the only issue now is that um I got a lot of money, got a lot of money things going on because I gotta go to a wedding. So I'm going to a wedding in two weeks. I'm going to Milwaukee. The thing about it was uh the flights to Milwaukee from Maui were really expensive. Or I mean, they're a lot more expensive than I thought, right? So I was like when I was budgeting for this, I don't really budget anyway, so I probably need to do a better job at that. Um, <clears throat> I was like, "Okay, yeah, you know, I bet you know, between 1000 and 1500 can get the whole trip done, right?" And I was like and I was like, "Yeah, that'll probably work." So then 2000 is where we're at right now, and then I'm like, "Wow." That's just to go, and I'm only going for like two days, right? And so I got all that stuff, and then I don't know, it's like weird. It's like, I don't know where all my money's going, right? Because today, I haven't done this in like years. I I pulled money out of two accounts today. So when I say accounts, I mean like brokerage, right? I can't pull money out of crypto because it's too low right now. I got to keep that shit, right? There. I'm not selling that, right? So uh, the brokerage accounts were down too. I pulled like... I think I pulled around eight grand out, right? Just because I got some stuff that I got to pay for, right? And I was like, "Oh my god, my dumbass just bought a computer too." So, times are hard, right? So, anyways, I don't know where I'm going with that, but yeah, I got a wedding coming up too, and yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun though. It'll be fun though. It seems like uh, it seems like it'll be fun too. All right, so let's talk. Let's talk about a few things. Let's talk about something exciting. I was like, I was going to talk about my hair. But I'll talk about that later because um, I actually have an alopecia flare. Like, one of the worst ones I've had since I lost all my hair. But we'll talk about that later. That that sounds kind of like it'll bum me out. So let's talk about some fun stuff, right? Like, what are you guys doing for summer? How do you guys feel about the summer? What are you doing for the summer? I'm teaching summer school. Teaching summer school. So one of the cool things about summer school is that my summer school is half day. So I, so I work four hours. Um, the pay is $35 an hour, which I think is... You know, I wish it was at least 40 because when I was young, when I was like, <clears throat> oh gosh, when I was 24, I remember I used to teach summer school all the time, right? And so in 2006, maybe, 2006, the going rate, and this is in Idaho, right? So this is probably one of the lower paying places, right? We got paid $25 an hour, right? So we got paid $25 an hour to teach summer school, right? And it was all... Um, like by like by the hour, like so. Any time you ate lunch or you had a break, you did not get paid for it, right? So you work eight hours, and that's two hundred dollars a day, right? <clears throat> so now I'm teaching for thirty five dollars an hour on Maui, which is good. It's good. I mean, the the job is really good. So, um, but I just think like for being fifteen years later, I think it should be more around the forty to fifty dollar range. I think. I think at least, well, I don't know. It's got a lot of a lot of more nuance than that because I teach, you know, math. But I think um, I think one of the reasons why I'm not like totally like bitching about it is because of I like my job, and I know why. Like, so I remember writing this down why I wanted to talk about that part because what I wanted to talk about was the live golf. That's what I wanted to talk about the live golf and the PGA. So I won't get too. Um, too much into like the specifics of everything because I like to keep these podcasts short and like I don't I, I don't feel weird I don't know if somebody's actually listening to me like not like on the podcast on SoundCloud but I got I, I feel like somebody's listening to me right now so I want to feel a little weird about that but anyway so we're talking about live golf talking about PGA Tour and there seems to be so if, if you're not really a sports person um, the PGA Tour has kind of dominated professional golf for the last I don't know 50 years right and so they make a lot of money, um, players are, are paid pretty well, and so on. So what's happening now is that we, there's another tour called Live Golf Tour. Um, I think it's called Live Golf Tour. Live Golf, yeah, Live Golf Tour. Um, it's backed by Greg Norman and Saudi Arabia. So um, being American, you automatically need to hate Saudi Arabia, even if you don't understand why. So, um, so, for, so it's, it's, it's a golf tour backed by the Saudis. Um, and a lot of players from the PGA Tour are, you know, defecting. I guess defecting is kind of a strong word. They're going from the PGA Tour to the Live Tour, and so like, I consider myself like an—I wouldn't say an expert, maybe an enthusiast of like professional golf. Right? Like, I watch professional golf. I kind of, I kind of understand, kind of know what's going on, and so I have some ideas. I have some thoughts on that. But I think what's lost in it because I think it's—it's it's either like. You're in one of two camps, right? Most people are in one of two camps, and it's usually it's it's a lot more complicated than this. But some people are in the camp of like, "Hey, you're not loyal to the PGA Tour; you're just going for the money." Okay, and Saudi Arabia has dirty money or whatever, right? Like that's that's their thing, right? The other camp is like, "Hey, that's cool, man. Yeah, do whatever." It's actually making the PGA change some of their some of their rules and stuff like that. So. Um, so it's it's slightly more complicated than that, but um, I'm kind of in the camp of like I don't – I have this thing with – I think there are topics in life, right? There are topics in general where they're much more complicated and much more nuanced than just like good and evil, right? Like I think everybody wants life to be like, hey, there are two possible choices, the good choice and the bad choice, Right? And sometimes it's not the good choice and the bad choice. Sometimes it's like a pretty shitty choice and a pretty shitty choice and you got to pick one of them, right? Actually, that's probably what most of our lives are, are pretty much like. We just kind of, you know, some decisions are a little bit easier to make than others. But I am kind of in this, I don't know if it's like a TikTok or a Reels thing. It's like people need to have difficult concepts simplified which is just some things are not simple like it's just not gonna yeah it's just not gonna be like that so um I think the camp that I'm in I'm more into the free agency part of everything I'm more of like hey whatever dude just get your money you know you have a family you only need to worry about the people that are close to you um you don't owe your skills or services to anybody I I just feel like that in general okay like so You probably guess what camp I'm in. What is strange or what is strange about this is like the sanctimonious angle of some people, like not not like rich or famous people or even like or even people that are skilled at their trade. It's like regular people. Right. So like the weird part to me is like how there's regular people that are like wagging the finger like, okay, the Saudi Saudi Arabia money is dirty. And I was like, "Wow, why is it dirty?" And like, well, you know, they killed a journalist who was an American citizen, and and you know, they chopped them up and lied about it, right? That's that's kind of a pretty. That's a pretty big, you know. There's no denying that. That's like a kind of a big deal, right? And I was like, okay, so if we're judging everybody's money and we're judging everybody's government or country or anything like that, are we going to like overlook? <clears throat> let's assume. Let's assume you're an American and you said this right, or even let's say you're from the UK, because th- those two people seem to have the, the strongest opinions about this, right? So let's assume you're an American and you and you and you say that, right? And it's like, okay, well, are we going to like overlook the fact of all the money that the United States gets, right? Because you know the United States does business with Saudi Arabia as well, right? Like it does business with all those Middle Eastern countries. So are we going to like just forget about all that, right? And it's just weird that these people care so much about a journalist, like a Saudi journalist, right? They care so much about a Saudi journalist, but they don't even care about their own, like, people, like, their own citizens. Like, that's the, the weird part to me. So it's like I'm living in two weird Americas, right? Where it's like, okay, well, um, the police were literally killing, you know, unarmed black men on video. And they're like, yeah, that's cool. Don't even worry about it. But because there's a saudi journalist that was, you know, chopped up and put in bags. They're like, "Okay, yeah, you guys can't accept that money." I'm like, "What? Like you can't be consi-. that's the thing. Right? If you're going to be like sanctimonious and judgmental, you got to be consistent with everything, right? And I don't think people that are judgmental think like that, right? So it's like it's like you can't you can't be one or you got to be one or the other, right? You can't be both. So the the idea of the money being dirty, like that's not that's irrelevant to me. I don't I don't get like I wanted to work at Saudi and whatever Saudi Aramco, right? Like I wanted to go teach there. Okay. My parents would have, they thought teaching in the UAE was like dangerous, which is that's like the safest place ever. But, um, it was weird that there's a lot of people, there's a lot of Americans that go to the middle East to make money. Right. And it's like, we don't I think, I think the, the issue is like, because we're not making a ton of money, it's not as bad maybe, but if you're making like tens of millions of dollars or in this case, you know um, what is it? Nine figures, right? 100 million, 200 million for some of these players, right? Um, I think that 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 wags the finger a little bit. You can wag the finger a little bit. And I don't know, I don't know. I just get weird because Saudi Aramco is the highest it makes the most money, it's the most in the world. like the public company makes the most revenue in the world, right? And it's like the same people are like, hey, we need some of that of Saudi Aramco gasoline, right? But I was like, okay, so like you're cool with with them, like if they all of a sudden just gave us a bunch of gas, right? You guys are cool with that now? Like I don't get it, right? So that was the thing about that was the thing about the money being dirty. Okay? The, the free agency part, I don't get why people think like like it's um like some loyalty to this thing, right? Like I'm like, hey, dude, don't you are not loyal to anybody. Okay, so I actually have further thoughts on that, but let's kind of, like, move on because I think that's kind of a weird, weird topic. So, 4th um, of July weekend coming up. What are you guys going to do? You got fireworks? How, when was the last time that you lit a firework? And how old are you, right? Like, like is there a certain age where you stopped doing that? I don't remember the last time I actually lit a firework. Um, I kind of like when kids do it, and I try to keep them safe, but, I like, it's not that I'm, like, above doing it. Like, I think it's, like, so beneath me. I just, just haven't. I don't know. It's weird. So I live kind of up country, Or it's called up country. So I live, like, when you think of Hawaii, you think of beaches and stuff. Like, I actually don't live by the beach. I live kind of, like, in the mountains, kind of. So this is where the... Paniolo. Paniolo means cowboy. Like, redneck, right? So re, it doesn't mean redneck, but, like, rednecks of, like, Hawaiian rednecks, right? So they live up here. So the, on 4th of July, my first 4th of July here... Insane, insane. It was like it was like Baghdad, bombs over Baghdad. These weren't fireworks. These were like bombs, like explosions, like rattling the house. I was like impressed at the level and scared at the same time. And this was like going on till like way late at night, right? So like um, here, celebrating Independence Day is kind of a weird thing, right? So I don't know if it's like a double. Middle finger for the Independence Day here, but it's it's kind of crazy. It's like bombs, literal bombs are going off. There are some I can tell. There's some two, two, three going off too, just by the sound of it too. Just the way the sound travels from the top of the mountain. I was like, yeah, that's not a that's not a firecracker, man. But anyway, so um, kind of excited for that. That's going on Monday. Whoop, it's kind of windy. Um, but the big thing that I'm excited for tomorrow actually is Stranger Things four, Volume two which I usually don't binge watch a series, but I'm afraid because I know some stuff's going to happen. Like, I'm afraid of getting spoiled, right? Like, this is like Game of Thrones, right? So, Stranger Things 4 is coming out, right? But bringing Stranger Stranger Things up, there's four seasons, right? And season four was split in half. And I am in the camp of Stranger Things is the greatest show of all time, okay? Like, it's with... The caveat being, it used to be Game of Thrones, right? It used to be Game of Thrones, but it was, like, imagine, like, Game of Thrones being so great, right? And one season makes everybody forget about it. That's, like, that's the weirdest thing to me. It's, like, I can't, I'm trying to, like, think of a metaphor for this. Like, like, I was going to use Lance Armstrong, right? But I actually hate Lance Armstrong, so I'm not going to (laughs) use... So I was going to use Lance Hunt. It's like he won seven Tour de France's. And, you know, the problem that I have with him is that, yeah, he's a shithead and he cheated. But he did so much for cancer research. He kind of gets a pass for that. He raised so much money. So it's kind of like a a wash, right? Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think of like... It's almost like Tiger Woods. It's almost like when Tiger Woods got busted for cheating, you know, whatever. Like, he went from being like bigger than Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson at the same time. The world in his hand. Like, the literal, like, international transcends everything, right? Biggest athlete of all time to, like, he should never play off game. Like, that was, like, because of one thing, right? That's what Game of Thrones season eight or whatever it was for me. So, so I guess if you watch Game of Thrones and you never watched last season, that that's the greatest show of all time. I think Breaking Bad is always in that mix, right? Breaking Bad is always kind of a... I don't know. It's weird because, like, Breaking Bad is, is it's, it's I want to say objectively, but obviously it's subjective, right? It's objectively a great show. It's one of the, if it's not number one, it's number two, right? Breaking Bad's just, it's that good. It's really good. It was, every, nothing was drawn out, right? Everything was, you know, thoughtful with intention when it ended, right? It wasn't like a money grab, or anything like that. I thought it ended at the perfect time. I thought Breaking Bad was number two, but maybe it's because it's just recent stranger things has got to be the best show i have an honorable mention to the watchmen cuz i tell everybody to watch watchmen but it's only one season and i actually think i actually think watchmen like like if you have half a brain you should watch watchmen like it'll it'll kind of change the way you you think you think of things right but um anyways stranger things season 4 volume 2 is coming out and I was talking with somebody at work about this. There's actually a guy I used to work with. His name's Mike. He's in a wheelchair, right? And I didn't see him this year. And he was like, I had a I had a sweatshirt on, right? I had a stranger thing. It wasn't it was a Nike sweatshirt. But it was like um it had like the 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 Hawkins. Like so Hawkins is the high school or the place in Indiana, right? And it was like it was like a collab with Stranger Things. And he was like the only guy that was like, yo, Justin is that, like, an actual place, or is that for Stranger Things? I was like, yeah, it's for Stranger Things. And he's like, so he, like, instantly hit it off, right? But I didn't see him this summer. I usually work summer school. I want to – maybe I'll go look for him tomorrow. Maybe he's at the other campus. But I need to ask Mike about season four or volume one and two because it's really good. But anyways, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. But Stranger Things is – it's really good. Like, I hate to be – like, everybody's on it. Everybody's on that bandwagon, but it is – it's, it's tough when something's hyped up this much and it actually is really that good. The weird thing, though, is that season one, two, three, and four, so in the beginning, it was, like, kind of scary, right? Like, it was kind of spooky, right? But in season four, it's, like, scary and gory and violent. Like, it, this is not, like, what it used to be. Like, it, season one was, like, PG-13, maybe, right? Like, and then it kind of got kind of weird. And then now it's, like, heads are flying off. And I'm like, whoa, this is not... Like I'm scared, right? So, um, I mean, I welcome that. The kids are grown up now. They're they're like, you know, they're supposed to be, I think, like seniors or or not seniors. supposed to be like freshmen, sophomores in high school. So their real ages are probably like twenty something, right? But it's the best show. I'm saying you should watch it. I just think it's it's the greatest. It's the greatest thing ever. My opinion may change after you know after I watch the season finale <laughs> tomorrow. All right, so we're winding down to the last third, I guess. Uh, Usually, I ask a question, or I kind of see what's going on. But I I wanted to talk about video games because I usually talk about video games a ton, right? Um, We'll go two of them because I know not everybody that everybody that listens to this doesn't play video games, right? Um, But I bet there's a lot of people that are either teachers or have been, you know, teachers or been in a classroom, right? Um, How are teachers doing? Like, I, I consider myself rather lucky and not, I don't consider myself a normal teacher because I think, like, I'm in a situation, right, where this is what I actually wanted to talk about with Liv Goff is that, yeah, money's cool, but if somebody's offering you better other stuff, too, it's not always about the money. Like, I think a lot of people think that's the problem. Like, so just for instance, like, this is going to be, the overarching theme is going to be like how our teachers right now. I think most teachers are pretty okay. I hope, I hope you guys are Okay. Um, but how, how is teaching now? How do you feel as a teacher, right? Um, but the thing about that is like, I made more money when I was in the UAE. Actually, it's actually it's not even close now. I make more money now, but um, I made more. I made a, I made a pretty good amount of money when I was in the UAE, right? And a, a thing that people don't talk about. Is that, and this is different. I'm I'm comparing it because the live golf it's kind of like U.S. stuff. But the reason why I'm comparing both of those is because um, it makes a difference because because they don't you don't pay taxes over there, which is huge, right? So it's kind of like if you I would say if you make a hundred thousand dollars in the United States, you're probably taking home I don't know I'm just making a number sixty seven thousand dollars. You're probably taking home between sixty seven thousand and seventy two thousand dollars a year, which is a lot, right? And so. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? But if you, if you make $70,000 in a country where you pay no income taxes, you literally get $70,000 from the, <laughs> like that's in your bank account, right? So that is the equivalent of making, you know, United States 100 plus thousand dollars. One thing that's common in overseas arrangements like that too is that they pay for travel expenses. Okay, so you're thinking about the live tour where they gotta fly around the world, right? Saudi's covered their traveling expenses, right? They've offered their brothers, you know, family members, spots on tour, and they'll pay for their entry fees too. Like, those are things that the PGA Tour wasn't doing for some of these players. Like, Brooks Kepka is pretty set, right? He's pretty much he – can, he can basically take a couple years not play very well and be fine, right? But his brother, who's on the tour now, plays with him. Like, so think about that, Right? Let's say you had a brother or sister, and you were playing a professional sport or teaching or whatever, and, you know, some school in Saudi Arabia was like, hey, we'll pay you guys a lot of money, and not only that, we'll take care of your brother. He can come with you. You guys can be on the same team. Really? Cool. You'll pay for all the travels? Yeah, we'll pay for your traveling expenses. We'll, we'll train you. We'll do all this stuff. We'll, you'll have a good job, and you'll have security. Then, yeah, like, I mean... You probably, you know, there's a lot of people where they'd be like, yeah, I can do that. I can take that. So other packages too, is that they paid for housing. That was pretty good too. They paid for travel expenses back home. So when you start adding all those things up, like yeah, the money's the money, right? Everybody's like, yeah, it's all about the money. Like when you start adding other things up, it starts to make sense. It makes it a little more the pros definitely well outweigh the cons, right? But here's the thing now, like I work at probably, right now, in my opinion, right, I work at the best school I've ever been at before. It's one of, um, it is, it's because it has the most money too. Like that's the, that's the, that's the over, that's the thing, right? It's the most, um, has the most resources, right? Because they have the most resources, you know, that makes my job a lot easier in terms of spending money on my students, so it's like, like if another school offered me more money but the current school I work at, I'm able to basically buy the kids whatever I want. Like I can just be like, oh, yeah, you guys want this? You want this program? We'll do it. Like no questions asked. It's like I would rather work at my school, right? If they're willing to just buy me, you know, technology, like not like go through the hoops, fill out forms and do all that stuff, like that's worth more to me than more actual cash in my pocket, right? Because cash in my pocket, yeah, that's nice, but it doesn't really help my job, right? They're also like, they also have small small campus, or small numbers, right? So it's like when people think of money and try to equate things, like conflate those two with, you know, that's all about the money, it's like sometimes it's about other stuff too. You know, nobody's harassing, like, I take my school, I guess the school that I was at in the UAE, like school-wise, I don't think the school was that bad. I think, the, I think the administration and management was shitty, like, without a doubt. Like, just, like, one, they were bad at their job, but they were shitty people, too. Like, that's, that, so it's kind of like, you can be bad at something, but if you're, like, an actual bad person, like, I, you can go fuck yourself, right? Like that, that's how I feel, right? If you're bad at something, you're a genuinely, like, good-hearted person trying your best, like, we can, you know, we'll figure it out, right? I remember reading this um or watching this thing about, oh, it's getting a little windy up here. I remember reading this, uh, it was about Navy SEALs, or watching the video, it was about Navy SEALs, and this guy he interviews Navy SEALs and he's a, it's kind of like a like a um like a flow chart, right? So like think of like on the bottom along the x-axis that you have trust, like your level of trust, and then on the y-axis, your um you have performance, right? So like what, his point was this, so you have, as, as trust goes up, you know, you have, like, quad, you have, like, um not quadrants, actually, we'll say quadrants, because there's four, right, so you can have high trust, high performance, right, so that would be, like, in the top right, you know, like, you have high trustworthiness, and when I say trust, they mean, like, I trust you to, you know, do the right thing by me, and so on, okay, <coughs> excuse me, so they have high trust, high performance, right, and high trust, high performance would be, like, the the unicorn because not a lot of people have that right so it's high trust high performance then to the left of that box you would have i don't know like low trust high performance right and then on the bottom of that box you would have low trust low performance right and then on the bot and then the right to that you would have you know high trust low performance right and so it's it's a little more nuanced than this so there's different levels of this but what he came to the conclusion well these are people that like Navy SEALs, where your life depends on the other person, right? He said that they, the the SEALs, like, I don't know if I'm saying it right, they despise the high-performance, low-trust people. So even even if a SEAL or a person was, like, the best Navy SEAL, right, if their trustworthiness was low, they did not vibe with that person, right? They didn't respect that person. So... And the interesting thing too was that these are people that like your life depends on them, right? And so they would almost prefer like medium or low performance with high trust over that person, right? And I started thinking about it because that's what I was kind of trying to say was that there's people I've worked with where like I hated them, like personally, like they were just like bad people, like they like you know they were they were dishonest, duplicitous, like. The worst. Like, it's one thing to have somebody lie to your face. It's another thing for somebody to not lie to you and then just run rampant, right? And that's very, that's, like, the worst, right? And so the point I was trying to make was, like, so even if my old school, right? So let's say my old school, like, dollars for dollars in terms of dollars gave me an extra 50 grand a year to go there and teach. I wouldn't do it. Like, I think younger me definitely would have tried it, but I wouldn't do it. Because now, it's kind of like when you're in a relationship, right? Like I, like, I feel like I'm in a spot right now where I have a good place. I have, I am autonomous, right? I'm, prof- I'm treated like a professional. And I'm paid fairly. I don't think I'm underpaid, right? I don't think I'm overpaid. But I think I'm paid fairly, right? And I think the level of trust or respect that has gone both ways between me and my current employer is huge, Right? These golfers don't trust the PGA Tour. That's obvious, right? A lot of people think it's money. Yeah, it's kind of money-related, but man, I do not trust them whatsoever, right? I don't know what money. That's a good question. I got to ask my buddies that. Some of my buddies still teach at that school, so I'm like, what would make you go back? What would the offer have to be for me to go back and teach at that school? I'm thinking. The offer would have to be like twice what I got paid and I get to pick where I live and I want like business class flights home (laughs) that's like I mean but that package would be probably worth almost yeah that package would be worth $75,000 so there's no way like the amount of money there's There really realistically there is an amount of money that they could put that would make me go over there right and so it's like I started thinking because I was mad at work one time. I was like, you know, there's another school here. What if I just applied over there? And I started thinking, like, they're not going to pay as much at school. So they're already not going to pay as much as the school that I'm working at, right? But they might actually be a worse school in terms of teaching. I'm like, what are you? And then I started talking to myself. I'm like, what are you doing, Jeff? Why are you even thinking about that? You have, like, the best situation ever, okay? But anyways, it's getting a little bit later, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. Um, this will be the first podcast on the new computer, so let me know what you guys think. I hope you guys are having a good time. I'll tell you guys what happens, or I'll tell, I won't tell—I will tell you what happens on Stranger Things. I'll tell you, like, my thoughts on Stranger Things when it comes out, 4th of July and all that good stuff, too, and the wedding. Well, I'll talk about my hair cause, and how I got to not eat sugar. I can't eat sugar for, like, two weeks now because I got to fit, fit in my suit jacket. That I can't even button up, so... I'm going to do that. So other than that, um, I hope you guys are having a good day where you're at. And I hope this kind of took your mind off a lot of things. And I hope it wasn't too negative. So other than that, I've been Justin. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.